Hi, this is Quakey from Free Mormons on YouTube. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Where do Mormons come from? It seems a bit silly because we claim we're the one true church, yet our church started in the 1800s. So how can that be? Well, that's true. So the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints came from a very important beginning, which was a boy, his name was Joseph Smith, and he had a question. He had doubts. He wanted to know what church he needed to join. And so he asked Heavenly Father. It was a simple question that brought about such a great um, restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why we're here today. You know, people like Mormons, that's why we're here today. It's because of this small, simple question that Joseph Smith had. I think it's really cool that Joseph Smith, he wasn't some big leader in his community. He was a 14-year-old boy when he had this question, and he took it and he took it to the scriptures first, and he was looking and reading and studying. Um, and it was James 1, 1 5. 5, where it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. Yeah. Which is kind of I like... I think I got it right. No, I, I may totally have... got it right. That's a lot of like old English language, but to, you know, to summarize that, it's if you have a question, ask God, and he'll give it to you liberally. He won't hold it back. He will let you know. And so that's what Joseph wanted to do. Yeah, you can ask God. You can directly ask God. You don't really have to ask, you know, your whoever person. You can ask your parents. You can ask your youth pastor, whoever, but God first. Ask God. You can do it, and he'll answer you. And when you ask God questions, you can receive miraculous answers. Maybe not in the exact way that Joseph Smith did, but um, in ways that can help you in your life. Back in the 1820s, you know, this is when it all happened. Lots of people didn't believe in that idea that you could just ask God and receive revelation from heaven. You know, you had to go through your pastor. You, you had to go to the scriptures. And Joseph went to the scriptures. He went to his pastors. And he went to all the other churches in the community. But what really made the difference is when he decided to ask with real intent, you know, a burning question. And so what he did was basically set an allotted time, you know, a time where he was able to have a spiritual experience, you know, far away from distraction, far away from any other type of activity. And he went into the woods and he knelt down and prayed. And when he went to pray, God the Father and Jesus Christ appeared to him. They came down literally before his eyes and spoke to him. And what did the Father say? He said, Joseph, this is my beloved son. Hear him. And so in this moment, we can understand a couple of principles of doctrine that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are two separate beings and that also they're willing to answer prayers in a way that is, you know, available to us. Joseph Smith could have easily taken that experience and not done anything with it because it probably was a little bit scary. Like yeah. that, that hadn't, he hadn't heard of that happening to people in this time, in this day before. Um, and God kind of gave him a big responsibility in being the only person on earth who knew that none of the churches were right. Um, but instead, Joseph Smith, he took that to heart and he believed in his experience and he knew it and he went and told everybody about yeah. it. And when he started telling everybody, what did they say? You're crazy. You're insane. And Joseph, he himself said, well, if it didn't happen to me, I probably wouldn't believe it either. I wouldn't have. That would have been... Yeah. That would have been hard to understand. But if you listen to the spirit, when you study the first vision and you try and recognize the feelings that you feel, it is, it's impossible to not believe it if you're really listening. You might receive an answer on a different timeline than maybe Joseph Smith did, and it might be in a really different way. And it's okay if you don't receive that answer through heavenly beings um, in your bedroom or out in the woods. It's okay if you receive that answer just as a confirmation in your heart that what you're doing is right or that what you're doing needs a little bit of a course correction. I wanna say, one of the most beautiful things about the first vision is that it claims heavenly presence recently. You know, there's a lot of people where it's very difficult for them to identify with 
with certain things in the Bible because it is so ancient, because it's so old. Well, with Joseph Smith and with the restoration of the gospel, we know that heavenly beings and God speaks today. It brings the ancient to us. Yeah. And it's also a message of that the gospel is for all types of people. Joseph Smith, 14-year-old boy who did not know much about religion, did not know much about literature, wasn't very learned at the time. He was the one that was chosen by God. And so the Lord doesn't just prepare those that are all ready to go and ready to preach the world word, but he's, he's preparing those that you know, are humble, that are simple, that are open to the gospel. And I will personally say, I'm a convert. And when I prayed about this with real intent, I knew. The first vision is proof that God didn't leave us alone on earth today, that he still speaks to his children on the earth um, and that his miracles did not end. Joseph Smith was called by God to be the prophet of the restoration. The reason I believe this is because I followed Joseph Smith's example by asking God to know if the gospel of Jesus Christ was here on the earth. And because of the restoration of the line of prophets, we have a prophet today, Thomas S. Monson. He's a prophet on earth mandated by God because this is God's church. It is the church of his son and our savior, Jesus Christ. Did you like what we had to say? Um, if you did or you didn't, you can comment below and tell us your experiences with finding out if the restoration was true or if you have any questions about it, you can comment below. And we're really Those big on Facebook. Practically popular. We also have an Instagram. We have an Abraham LinkedIn. A Neopets account as well. You guys like Club Penguin? Because we're on that too. If you oh. want to mail me your Tamagotchi, you totally can. We also started a uh, bluegrass band on MySpace. So da -da, if you really want to check da -da. out our SoundCloud and MySpace. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to find us on YouTube every week and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have a Tinder date. See ya.